Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend. It's President's Day. President's Day. Uh, I wish we had a president I could cheer about right now. But uh, I was going to say if we had a president, we could celebrate, <laughs> but we yeah. don't. We uh, had a, I had some stuff prepared for today's show. We'll still get into some of it later on. But overnight, some stuff happened. And it happened so recently that I haven't had a chance to get any audio. I know there's some audio out there, but it, it would take a while to get it. But I, I have the stories in front of me. Um, right. President Biden uh, made an unannounced visit to the Ukraine today. And right. like I'm talking within the last four hours, he, he got there. Uh, and he met with Volodymyr Zelensky. He promised more money to Zelensky, like I think he's another half a half a billion dollars off the top of it. Now, mind you, friends, I want you to be aware of this. Mind you, there are good U.S. citizens in our region here, East Palestine, Ohio, and uh, the Western Pennsylvania area, who need help. And he, this guy, he, do you think he went to East Palestine? And he promised $500 million to them? No, 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 no. Nope. But he hopped on an airplane, and he flew off to that war area. And he also said that come hell or high water, the U.S. is behind you. No matter what, well, we're with you. And Kamala's over in Germany. Yep. You know, touting her. Absolutely, Kamala. I guess on Saturday said that Putin was a war criminal. Yeah, we're going to go after him. We're going to try him. And what gives us the right? She said the U.S. had done formal investigations. She says we know how investigations are done. We did a formal investigation, and Putin is a real war criminal and should be tried at the Hague. Now, that went over like a pregnant pole vaulter in uh, in Moscow. You know, you, you put yeah. you put a guy up against a wall like that. You know the corner we used to talk about? You keep pushing him into the corner? Well, he's mm-hmm. about as far into the corner as you can push him right now. There's nowhere to Look, go. They're, they're, they're going after him. And, you know, there was a time when China said, well, we're really not going to back Russia on this war. But now China's going, no, 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 no. No. We are all in. China, Russia. China said, you're committing uh, all of this uh, aid to the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You vowed to support the Ukraine to the very end. Well, we are going to do the same thing with Russia. We're going to send them equipment and missiles and whatever Russia needs to win. Now, where does this go, folks? Where does this go? I mean, I told Bill before we started the show that I woke up today and I was, as soon as I turned the radio on to see what was happening in the news, and I heard this story and I thought, my God, I went to bed last night feeling pretty good. All was well with the world. Things were relatively peaceful for us in our country. And I woke up this morning thinking we are on the brink of nuclear annihilation, and if you think I'm being dramatic, then you're kidding yourself. 
Right. Russia is doing war games in their own country right now. Nuclear yes. war games getting ready because no matter how you look at this and go, well, you know, they deserve whatever they get. You know, you back you back a badger into the into the corner. It's not going to go, okay, I give and, and, and put its paw out. It's going to attack. It's going to snarl and attack. So no matter how you feel about Russia, it's going to attack. Does Russia have the capabilities of of uh, polluting this planet and killing us? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I sent my uh, my partner here a, a video that a, a friend of mine sent me last night. I'd never seen it. I don't have the audio from it, but it wouldn't do much good because you really got to see this. But we can describe it because we both saw it. Um, and, it and it was a truck driver who was standing outside of his rig in this cavernous mine. It looked like a mine. It was a cavern mm -hmm. under a mountain. And the guy said, I was instructed by, I think he said Kraft, didn't he? Kraft Foods? He Did works for Kraft, but there's all kinds of companies, and Walmarts are doing it and all of that. And essentially, think about NORAD. If everybody, everybody knows it exists. It is built into a mountain, and yeah, they even use the, the the doors on it with the big circular columns that latch it shut, you know, in, in James Bond movies and whatnot. It's it's real. It's, it's, it's a real place. He said it was and at least three miles. Oh, yeah. Those things go about three, four miles in, and they go down, you know, several floors. Like NORAD is where we we have all of our technology to monitor everything. They can live down there for years. Well, now what we have... Here is a stockpile of food. We've got food that you don't have it on the shelves, but the companies manufacturing's up for for them, right? And they're taking all this food, the dry goods, right? You know, and they're shipping it. You just said something and, very key. Let me. You said something very important. I don't want you to. You said you can't buy it in the stores, right? The food, but they're stocking it underground for some reason. You can't go into your favorite supermarket and get it. What what I see that's going on here, back the bus up a little bit, you know, extinction has happens every day at, to some degree. You know, some biological thing, some little, some little microorganism dies. It goes away. It's gone forever. So extinction happens. This is planned extinction. So if we're stockpiling food, I'd like to know where else we're doing this and what other countries that might be doing this because this means that they they know something that is coming or that they're planning for, and they're going to save some people. Not everybody. You couldn't in, in extinction mode. But you could plan who would get their little ticket that gets to live and gets to eat and who... You know, you don't get the golden ticket. You know, you go to Willy Wonka land, I guess. I don't know, but this is planned extinction. So this thing goes, let's just say it goes four miles in every direction. It's a massive warehouse. It has also has, um, it has a railroad. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's four miles in every direction and has a railroad underground coming to it, what does that say? It says that... Are we being? Is there an underground railroad we don't know about for shipping? Well, we stuff do know about it because there's always been rumors of the underground railroad 
that connects the East Coast to the West Coast. And how do you think that there have been times politicians can get from one place to the other without even you didn't know they were traveling and they just pop up out of nowhere? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, there's a lot of things I, I'm, I'm learning. There's a lot of things we don't know about. Uh, I have heard things about an underground railroad, and I have kind of fluffed it off like a lot of people. But I think, you know, if they allocate over the course of, you know, five decades, trillions of dollars for the infrastructure of our country, and you don't look, you don't see anything on the surface. If you look around and you say the roads are still crappy, you know, where's all this money going? Maybe it's going underground. I'm just saying, maybe well, it's going underground. You know, a, a government, like anything else, it's it's a living, breathing thing. It is going to do what it's got to do to survive. And, you know, I went into a dissertation before the show, and we it would take the whole show to sit there and the, do uh, the dissertation, you know, on that. But, uh, you know, we're dealing with things here that um, – this government's going to do what it's got to do. Now, if, are we going to have a government like what we're used to? You know, over time, things have changed and evolved. You know, there are predictions that uh, that society will end in, in uh, 2040, as we know it. You know, will the government end as we know it in that amount of time? You talked about the New World Order. That goes back to the 1700s, actually. But... And anytime somebody's onto it, they change the name. But there are people that are pushing for this new world order, and now might be the opportune time. There's nine trillion dollars. And you're going, well, where where do you see the nine trillion? There was nine trillion dollars that was given to a foreign entity. Don't know who it is, but they, that's it's nine not trillion on the dollars. Books. It's not on any books. But the, they assured us it, it, it's not something that goes on the national debt. Or anything like that that we have right. to pay for. Well, you got to look at you know you got to look at how governments work. You know when we first start when this planet first began, mm -hmm. you didn't need you didn't need anything you didn't need money or anything monetary, but for governments and societies and whatnot to exist, uh, you didn't have technology back then. So what you had to have was something of value, something of wealth, and that became precious metals and stones and things like that. And they could use that to get us to do their bidding and do their work for them. And that's how we could assert power and build our militaries and build our might. But over the years, we so, got pretty smart. We got pretty sophisticated. So what you're saying, though, is that the government is more concerned about its existence as a government than the existence of its people. Exactly. That it would, sacrifice, right now, it would sacrifice its people. To continue to exist. Right. And this this thing about money, you know, we don't need money anymore. Because what we don't, if we don't have it in precious metals or whatnot, we have it in strength and technology. And that is the barter system of the modern world. So, so what you're saying is that when we crank out trillions of dollars in debt, it's not a big deal because the government doesn't think it's a big deal because they can just print it and and uh, and don't worry about backing it with anything. It's back, a show for us it, because we, back we it still with believe in it. Back it with technology. Yeah, we still believe in it. 
you know, so when they do that argument, you know, on that, that show that, uh, Joe did on the, uh, the state of the union about social security, all we got to do is just make a decision. You're covered. We have the money to cover you. You don't, you're worried about your medical expenses. You're covered. We can do that. Your kids going to school, you're covered. We can do that because we have strength. We have technology and we're on the cutting edge. All right. I want you to think about this folks. We understand, we look around and we see all this stuff happening in the world and how we're backing the Ukraine and sending all this money to the Ukraine. And, Where's it coming from? And, but we're not sending any money to East Palestine. We're not really backing them. You would think they would would have a real strong effort to rescue that town and that region. No, nothing. It's like pulling teeth. Trump announces he's going to go visit there. On Wednesday, Biden hasn't gone, Buttigieg hasn't gone, but all of a sudden they decide, okay, well, maybe we'll have FEMA do something. Okay, after Trump makes the announcement, because they don't want Trump to take the air out of their balloon. But my question to, to you is this. We are destroying our border. We've just, just about destroyed our border. We're being invaded by a massive army of of uh, strange people who are coming into our country. We don't know who they are or what they're doing. We have drugs pouring across our our borders and killing our our neighbors and our neighbors' children, and it's happening happening every single day. We have all this crap happening in our country. No no money to Palestine. No protection on our borders. We have all this stuff happening. Uh, do you think that they're intentionally trying to destroy us from within our government? Yeah, sure. And, and, I, and, think, I think the border because now they're saying Joe's plan to secure the border is working. So what I see is staged uh, staged blunders with that border, opening the border and everything. You know, that was a purposeful, eh, let's just open up those borders and do everything and let it flood. Okay, time to shut the spigot off and we'll do this. It's a staged blunder. He's not fixing he everything. Has, he, hasn't shut the, he hasn't shut the spigot off. They're still pouring across the border. They're still pouring across, but not as much. So he can sit there. And lay claim, I'm doing something. I just heard yesterday that the weather's starting to warm up. You can expect a massive increase in in uh, people coming across the border. Now, my question to you is if you were somebody on the outside looking at where we are right now in this country on the verge of a nuclear war, would you want to run across to our uh, to our country? Would you want to become a part of this? Would you want to put yourself and your family on the target? Okay, you and I know we're on the verge of nuclear war. We pay attention to the news. But how many people out there live in la-la land? Oh. oh I, and what kind of news do you get, you know, from from the, the major networks? La-la, la-la-la-la. And other news today, we got la-la. And so basically, folks, don't worry, la-la. That's the news. You're being told that this war in the Ukraine is a real good thing that uh, you're seeing Sean Penn, that real big fathead, good actor, but a fathead, say, oh, he's behind uh, Zelensky and uh, he's supporting the war and all these celebrities are getting out there. Five members of the U.S. House of Representatives sent a letter to Biden saying that the advanced aircraft that Kiev uh, is asking for could prove decisive for control of the Ukrainian airspace this year. They insist that providing aircraft to Ukraine is necessary and will give Ukraine's defenders more options than ground military. 
But in this article that I'm reading, and I looked for it, folks, they don't mention who the five members of the U.S. House of Representatives are. My uh, question to you is, it, is it a real story? Are there really five members? Well, I mean, just like they say, it was a surprise visit. Biden had to know he was going to go. Zelensky had to know he was going to come. All, you know, everything was all nice and pristine. Right. It looked very presidential. Well, they make it, it sound, very, they make, yeah, they make it sound like uh, he hopped on the plane. Let's, hey, guys, let's go to, let's go to the Ukraine. Yeah. No, he <laughs> had an agenda and he went. Now, it was a surprise to you, to me, right. and John Q. Public. But they're going to put the uh, the happy face on it, you know, on the shiny wrapper on this piece of crap candy that they're trying to get us to eat right. and uh, say what a great thing it is that we're doing there. You know, and I'm not saying that the Ukrainian people don't deserve to be uh, protected, but I'm not saying that Zelensky and the Ukraine is without. Now, let's, you know, let's go down that road for a second, okay? All right. Before the war started. The Ukrainian people lived in peace. They had jobs. They had a life. Nobody was dying. Seriously, even when right. even when Russia took a, took a control of Crimea, they still were living in peace. They weren't having a problem. So how is this good for anybody right now? Tell me, how is this good? Thousands of babies are dying. Older people are dying. Uh, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Why are we pushing war? Why are we as a country, we're pushing for war? We're, we're, we should be, as a, as a great country, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting all choked up. <clears throat> as a great country, we should be fighting for peace, we should be talking about sending over peace negotiators to to bring the sides together, to have uh, an, to create an understanding, to have a ceasefire. We should be talking about all of these things, but no, we're talking about sending more bombs, more airplanes. Now, listen, if you voted for Biden, and you think this is a good idea, then you're part of the problem. If you think that winning in the Ukraine is going to going to help us as a country, I I challenge you to tell me how. Because you know what he, this guy's doing right now, Biden? He's putting my family and your family in jeopardy. He's putting my family, I, my grandchildren, I thought they had a future. This guy is putting them in jeopardy. This I'm talking about Biden. This fathead and his and his vice president are purposely creating an environment that could end up destroying our country. And I challenge you, if you think differently, to tell me how. By the way, you can do that if you want to. Email us at, at uh, what's the email address again, Bill? You, you, mail at itsanotherday.com or mail at crnamerica.com. Focus on mail at itsanotherday.com. Because that's the one that'll get to Jim and I. So right. there you go. If you if you have a difference of opinion, or you can call us at 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868 if you have a, a difference of opinion. But I don't think that if you think for a second, you'll be able to come up with a, 
a valid uh, argument saying that it's a, it's a good thing. I don't see, and I, I look at this stuff every day. Bill and I both study what we do. We, we don't just turn the mic on and start talking. It, it actually, it's a, an all-day process. We're always looking at the things that are happening in the news and, try, and thinking about, well, are we going to use that in, in tomorrow's program? Are we going to add this to the show? Is this something to talk about? And um, I can't see anything that makes any sense to me. This doesn't make no. sense. And when you talk about war, who wins, who loses? Do, or do we all lose? Bill, I, I don't know how, I don't know how, it, 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 I don't know how we win. No, we don't win, and and you lose people. And so, you know, I'm getting back to you know my thing that uh, you know this is a uh, this is a planned extinction. I think I think the Ukraine and Russia are just a tool for a greater evil plan. You know, oh, there's that word evil, Bill. You know, but hey, somebody has got an agenda. Yeah, you know, nothing's done without an agenda, and this war has an agenda. What? is the agenda you know if if you are like me you're probably saying there's too much happening in our world right now that doesn't make any sense uh we have the border we have no borders anymore i was saw a story story on friday they're trying to come across our northern border right now people are coming into canada and then trying to sneak across our northern border now because essentially biden has said come on in we have no borders we have nothing nothing here to stop you. You feel like coming across the border? Be my guest. So we have no borders. We have uh, major disasters. We have... Uh, I, you can't not talk about East Palestine because it continues to be the uh, one of the major stories maybe of our lifetime. You're saying, what? It's only a little... It's only a derailment. No, no. It, it, is, it has poured so much waste into our air. Uh, so much poison into our air that if you think you're going to get away from it, you know, we talked about it, people up in Connecticut worrying about it and people in Massachusetts worrying about it. Heck, there mm-hmm. are people probably in England should who, who should think it, it, there may be something to worry about. If you look at the cloud of crap they burned for the sake of, what, expediency so they could get the railroad moving again? Mm-hmm. Do you know that that tanker, that tanker that caught fire, the the major one, right? It it it, it happened to happen right over a culvert that dumps into the Ohio River. Happenstance. Happenstance. So people <laughs> wonder why why they found poison in Cincinnati. There's <laughs> your answer. The, the darn thing happened to leak right over a culvert that leaks into a stream which runs right into the Ohio River, and there it goes. It's on its way. It goes to Cincinnati. By now, it's probably in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, it's in the river. It's killing fish, you know. So, you know, when you get, when you get contaminants like that in our food chain, and here we are, we've, we've got warehouses that have been shutting down, burning down, whatever, Shortly yeah. after Biden made a speech a few years ago about planned uh, uh, food shortages. Oh, my he God. He did the speech. Yes, he, I saw that. He did that speech, and then when people said, well, what about this? Oh, no, 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 that, that that's fake news. But here, here he is saying it. Yeah, it's fake news. 
There's his damn mouth saying the words. It's fake news. Over the you week, know? over the weekend, Bill, a, a massive fire broke out at a renewable energy plant in Doral, Florida, and has been burning for six consecutive days. Now, this this is written over the weekend, so this happened, I guess, last weekend, last Sunday. Uh, it continues to burn, and it's Wasn't pouring. Wasn't there a power plant that went down yesterday? I believe in the news too. Another major power plant went down. I didn't see that, but I wouldn't be surprised. I so, woke up at 3 in the morning. There was one. I said, oh, i got to make note of that. And then, now I just now think of it. So we have our infrastructure burning. And this guy is going off to uh, celebrate the one-year anniversary of the war. By the way, he was going to go to Europe anyway today. because he, I guess he was going to be in Poland to speak tomorrow about the one-year anniversary and where we are. And I guess he decided to go a little right. early to stop off to see his old buddy, Voldemar, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's on the way. <laughs> I, I can't get over the fact that we're giving $185 million to Turkey for the earthquake. And not a darn thing so far to the people of East Palestine, Ohio. It just, that doesn't, that doesn't relate. And they get out there, they have the audacity to get out there in front of the, the public and and brag about the money they're sending to Turkey. John Kirby was the guy who announced it. Uh, oh, like it's a big deal. We're sending all this money to Turkey. Oh, and we're sending all this. Biden goes over here and throws another half a billion dollars at the Ukraine. Wonderful. Can you imagine if you took half a billion dollars and dumped it into the people of East Palestine, Ohio? I mean, they could they could have made that place pristine again. They could have rescued. Yeah. A lot of people, I, I believe a lot of people, Americans, are going to die as a result of the poison they poured into the air and, and the Over soil. Over time, yeah, I believe so. It was uh, Oakland, California. They're, they're, the power is mostly back up, but they actually had a plant fire out there for PG&E. Uh, the plant went down. I don't have all the detail. Well, I was, I, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but yeah, uh, yeah, it went down, uh, and it was out it was, they woke up to no power because the plant was on Did fire. they say why? Uh, I would have to read everything, but uh, yeah, there's, I guess there's details. Do you know what we don't it? hear? We also don't hear, you know those processing plants that have burned over the year? Yeah. For the past year? Apparently, yeah. a couple of them, big, the, I'm talking about the big processing, food processing plants, they, right. were, they were destroyed because, coincidentally, an airplane flew into it. Airplanes flew into it. They've never made a story about that. Why yeah. were the airplanes flying into processing plants? Has anybody, has any reporter gone out there and said, wait a second, airplanes, two of them flew into two of our processing plants? And who what, are the pilots? And, who, yeah. You know, who were these people? Yeah, they unless they were drones or something. Uh, apparently, this shut down the <laughs> Oakland International Airport. That's it. <laughs> unless they were drones. Hey, listen, I wouldn't put it past. Um, that's a good point. Gosh. I mean, we don't know anything about no. this crap. I mean, it just happens. And we take their word for it because we're the news and we know the news. And all you got to do is listen and you'll get the news. How long was Oakland out of power, Bill? Uh... I don't know. It's several hours. I mean, you know, I mean, the story can't. This, this story is from 13 hours ago. So uh, apparently, it went out around uh, 8 a.m. 
yesterday. And uh, yeah, it uh, it took down, but it took down about five hundred thousand homes. Sure, shut down the uh, the international airport. Not a big deal. Um, so, not a not a big deal. Yeah, it it. I mean, uh, but you didn't hear about it, did you? It's because our media. You know, people wonder why our program and other programs like our program uh, are finding an audience. Because no one's talking about it. And, and, and we, we, exactly, we're not uh, promoting it like we would if we, you know, had uh, a major company behind us. We're just actually putting it out there and hoping that uh, you spread the word about the program. And that being said, we've got hundreds of thousands of people around the world tuning into this program. And I don't think they're doing it because we're, you know, the absolute uh, best, best thing out there, but. I think they know that we're trying to give them honest information and honest opinion. There are a lot of people who think like we think, but haven't got a place to vent. They haven't got someone to talk to about it because they don't know who's thinking what, where, and will it get them in trouble or, you know, will it hurt their job or all this nonsense. We we live in such a screwed up country right now. This is, this is not the country that my father picked up a rifle and, and fought in World War II to defend. So many hundreds of thousands of people have died so that we would be a country of freedom and justice and honesty and dignity. All of a sudden, we have some creeps who are controlling where we're going and what we're doing. And, and uh, this, is, this is a dangerous time, folks. This is probably the most dangerous time I've ever lived through. When I lived through the Cuban Missile Crisis as a kid, and we thought we were on the verge of a nuclear war. If you got mm-hmm. the, and you heard Bill say it at the beginning of the show, the Russians are exercising right now full-scale nuclear war scenarios. Uh, this, by the way, one of the five uh, senators that want to uh, send the F-16s over let, there. Let me guess. Let me guess. I'm just off the top of my head. Lindsey Graham. Yeah, that's his picture right there. <laughs> that's the guy. I knew it. That guy hasn't seen a war. He hasn't. And this is a guy, by the way, who has never gone to war. I don't even know whether he ever has gone hunting. Uh, but he wants us to be in war. I do not understand it. I don't know where these people are, are coming from. Do they think that anybody can win a nuclear war? Do they think that Russia, it, what, the emperor has no clothes? He really isn't going to, they really don't have nuclear missiles? Is there something they know that we don't know? Everything I've been told for the last 60 years of my life is that they got a lot of nuclear missiles and they're a danger. They got more than we do. Now, you got to ask the question, you know, a lot of these warheads, even though they've been maintained, ours probably better than theirs. You know, you, but you got to sit there. And How go, many do you need, Bill? How many do you need? One good one. Uh, you yeah, know, one exactly. Good one. Exactly. But, uh, but you know, my question is, um, you know, I got to think that you got some duds in the, you know, duds in the in the in the chamber. Right. But we would too. Um, you know, you made know, an interesting. I don't know about the maintenance. Of you made an interesting point. You said we're being we're being set up as a people, uh, subtly, to prepare yeah. for a world of, of darkness and annihilation. 
Well, if you look at what's on TV, and Hollywood's behind a lot of stuff here, if if you just go to your Netflix and you look at all the zombie apocalypse types of shows, right? And they they set you for that end of world, you know, the Blade no Runner scenario, the Blade Runner kind of uh, thing. Where yeah, it's, you know, the, yeah, you you live in bombed out Beirut, yeah, and you're running. Everybody's afraid of everything, and everybody's got fangs and diseases, or you know, the plague, and you don't, and you're running. And there's no food, no hope, no nothing. Well, that weighs on people. They think about it, and people are truly worried now. But there's still people in La La Land going, "Oh, it's just a movie." Yeah, it's just a movie. But um, do you on the think same that? Path. Do you think that George Soros and Bill Gates have a place to go if there's a nuclear war? Sure, I do. Yeah. I, I think that they have underground bunkers and palaces. Hell, you know, yeah, you, 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 the train station probably has, uh, you know, rolls right by their underground bunker. Their houses probably have, look, you look at Kenny Bunkport, the Bush's compound. Right. You know, and a lot of different politicians go and stay there because it's got an underground bunker. And, you know, it, it's secure and they have You've security been by there. there. You've been by it, haven't you? I've been there. And there's always, there's always, if you go out, and you say, yeah, I'm going to take the boat out and go do something. Yeah. There's always two, at least two patrols. And even even get, now? Even now. Wow. Last summer, there were two. And there's always two. And they're always out there. And when you go up by the gates, mm-hmm. you know, you really don't see anybody. You can get in, but you can get probably past the first one. The second one, well, you're going to run into some problem. You better have some credentials or... Yeah. You're going to have some explaining to do. You know, we heard them say at the World Economic Forum that they would like to see a world of 500 million people. Of course, we have 330 million alone in our country. They have, uh, what, a billion people in China. We got all, So uh, someone's got to go. Something mm-hmm. has got to go. So they have probably run a scenario, some kind of a, a computerized scenario where what happens if we do this? What happens if we do that? And I would hate to think that what's happening right now is we're we're actually going through a scenario. We could be, but I think they're prepped for it. They know exactly how many people. And when I say they know exactly how many people, well, nobody knows. But let's say you have a nuclear war and 60% of the population is gone. Right. They're going, well, we really wanted to get 80% or 85 or 90 you know, they're going to lock the doors, and those are your zombie apocalypse out there. And those will be the ones for who, one another. They will eventually die from starvation. Starvation yeah. or from whatever. This will be hell. This beautiful country will, will be hell. Yeah. I, I challenge you to f- tell me there's a way that we can win a nuclear war. Just tell how do we win a nuclear war? Even if we're first strike, I'm sure they have a setup. You know, there's, there's a certain amount of time between launch and hit. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and it's by the way, that's getting shorter every day with hypersonic missiles. I don't know. It takes, what, seven minutes now with a, with a hypersonic missile? It's ridiculous. Seven, and your turnaround time from detection to uh, us striking is something like five and a half minutes. So 
In other words, if we see it coming, we could maybe get the missiles off, but yeah, it's too late. So, so who wins? Nobody. Because we'll get them, yes. There'll be some set. Oh, we got them. They struck first, but we got them. But we're still if been you do struck. A Google, if you do a Google search right now, safest place to be in the event of a nuclear war. Those are stories that they are putting out on the Internet. Now, why would you put a story like that out there if, um, you know, we weren't thinking about something like that? And that's, this is from the Main Street News. And why do we need that? I mean, is that a scare tactic or is it a scare tactic and a little bit of information, too? And I wouldn't trust where they told me to go. No. I really wouldn't. No. Uh, you know, when oh, a couple of years ago, I guess when uh, the elections were over, uh, a lot of people were looking for answers as to why they thought there was uh, some shenanigans in the election. And some people felt that, where do we go from here? They, they felt lost. Uh, and right. one of the scenarios was that uh, there are still good people out there. They do know the truth. They do know that there were... Uh, the elections were stolen. There was a crime that took place, and the crime appeared to work. You know, some crimes, the, people get away with it. You know, we used to think that that uh, you, you, crime doesn't pay. No, crime crime does pay. Just ask the cartels and stuff like that. Crime does pay big time. Absolutely. So, so um, but there are some people that were saying, look, at the good guys, and there are hundreds of thousands of good guys, they know that this took place. But now in order for uh, them to be able to come back into power and, and to regain the controls of this of this country, this careening down down the road uncontrollably, that, that they've got to let you, get, the country's got to go to the brink. The people who are asleep have got to see just how close these people in government right now have taken them too. They've got to, the people who thought two years ago, oh, isn't it great Biden won? He has a nice smile. Oh, he's a Democrat. Well, isn't that great? All this nonsense, right? But now these people, a lot of them are looking and saying, oh my God, we're on the verge of a nuclear war. My children, my grandchildren may be destroyed because of these idiots, these evil idiots who have brought us to this point. Okay, I would say that's the brink that they were talking about. So if anything good is going to happen, if there are any heroes in our country, I'm not talking about revolution, by the way, because the story, as they put it, was they know that there was a crime committed and that they are the good guys on the side of the law. Okay? But if that scenario is true, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's, I think this is it. It's either push, put up or shut up. Either either we're going to be saved as a country or we're going to be destroyed. Tomorrow or today, tomorrow I guess, uh, he's going to be over in Poland and he's going to be extolling the virtues of this war and how we all should get deeper and deeper into it. No, And, and by the way, Biden said, we're with you no matter what to Zelensky, meaning we're going to go as far as you go, as long as you go, and give you whatever you need, no matter what. Now, what good does that do you, 
and your family. You know, uh, I, I don't see, I don't see how uh, we benefit at all from this situation that they that they have rushed us into. That he is enthusiastically pushed our country into, and I just don't understand how these clowns in our in our Congress can be so excited about getting us deeper and deeper into this hole. You know, I can understand these doofuses out in Hollywood who will get on any cause celebre, you know? I mean, they got a lot of money and a lot of time, and it's like the in thing and the vogue thing to do. But I'm talking about the the critical thinkers, the military thinkers, the guys who supposedly do it for a living in D.C., how can they justify letting us get this close to war? You know, would you would you stand in front of a guy who had a gun pointed directly at you and had the had the hammer cocked, and would you taunt him to pull the trigger? Because that's Absolutely what we're doing. Not. That's what we're doing now. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm I'm passionate today. I apologize. I don't mean no, to go on right. and on, but like I'm letting you preach. I know. I I I apologize, but I'm worried for my grandchildren and my children. They don't deserve this. We deserve to be in a peaceful, prosperous country, which is what we were in two and a half years ago. Even with the pandemic, Trump had us in a good place. You know, we were a growing, prosperous country, which was, by the way, attacked by the Chinese with this pandemic. I don't care what you say. That was a deliberate biological warfare act on their part. And when Trump called it the China virus and the media would get on his case like, oh, how can you be so bigoted by calling it the China virus? No, wait a second. It was developed in China. It wasn't mm-hmm. developed in Cleveland and called the China virus. It was developed in Wuhan. But well, we helped. Oh, absolutely. And the guy mm-hmm. who helped send some money to these guys was Tony Fauci. Yeah. Saint now, where Fauci. Where is he these days? You don't hear anything about him. Oh, he's, I'm sure he's hiding somewhere. You know, he's, he's out of the line of fire. The least that people talk about him, the better. You know, he probably would, moving to Canada. They say one of the two places to go is Iceland or Canada to survive a nuclear war. Well, I wouldn't go to Canada. They're going to target Canada, too. Now, maybe the, the rural areas of Canada. Well, they say, what is it? Iceland, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Norway, Sweden. Chile, Venezuela, uh, not Finland, Cambodia. I always really move to Cambodia. Yeah. Well, that'll be that'll be Uh, wonderful place. Thailand. See, I don't get Thailand. Well, it's right next to China. And see, you know, we talked about the new wealth, and the new wealth is technology. And what do they make in Thailand? The chips. Technology. Yeah. Yep. So you know that is a country poised to be one to be stolen or aligned with because. That is a resource, and that, that makes the people a resource. If China is, is uh, allied with, uh, with Russia and we go to war with Russia, what's to stop China from invading us on behalf of that alliance? Nothing. Nothing at all. And, and, this, and this doofus uh, in Washington, he allowed their spy balloon to travel over our country, go over all of these bases, all of these missile sites, 
all of these nuclear missile sites and get as much information as they wanted before he destroyed it. And by the way, it didn't save it and store it for, for retrieval later. It acquired the information and transmitted it back to China in real time so that if the balloon was destroyed, don't think for one second China didn't get the information. They got it. They got it. Mm-hmm. So if the world is changing and evolving, like you know, I said it was, and maybe there's going to be a depopulation of the world, that doesn't mean that it's just the United States. That means it's going to be global. Right. That whatever's taking place will be global. So would not now be a good time to get into some kind of squirmish to, uh, to sit there and quadrant off your piece of what, the, what pie has left for world domination? You know, control. we wondered why Biden so quickly got out of Afghanistan. We thought, why, why, why did he just bail out of Afghanistan and leave all that stuff behind? All the, it's because I believe back then their plan was to do something bigger and badder down the road, and they couldn't have their efforts split. Do you know what I'm saying? I think Strong they knew, I think they thought they were going to go into the Ukraine when they pulled out of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it makes more sense now. All of all that equipment and stuff, they're not sending equipment to Afghanistan anymore. They're sending all of their equipment to, is going to uh, to the Ukraine. And by the way, I heard something today that uh, our military is short supplies. Our military in this country hasn't got all the stuff it needs because we're sending all of our stuff to the Ukraine. Well, that gets down to where the resources are, who produces those resources. And just because we have strength and technology doesn't mean that we have all the resources. So it, it's it's a power play that's going on here. And you do need to have certain things in your corner to win this this uh, life game of world dominance that's going on. Wealth, as we traditionally know it, is by the by. You know, but yeah. they're playing a bigger game here. Much bigger, much more dangerous. China, what, China's foreign minister spoke uh, the end of last week about the balloons, and also he mentioned, would you believe, the uh, derailment in our country. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to read to you the... Uh, the translation, you'll hear him in the background, right. but this is the China foreign minister. The Nord Stream gas pipelines are vital transnational infrastructure. The explosions have had a serious impact on global energy markets and the ecological environment. If the American investigative journalist Hirsch is telling the truth, and it was the U.S. who attacked the pipelines, the act is clearly unacceptable and must be answered for. The U.S. owes the world a responsible explanation. What we want to ask is why those media outlets that have always been claiming themselves to be free, professional, and fair have made few reports on the latest Nord Stream investigation and such a major incident as the train accident that caused a chemical leak, which is threatening American people's life and safety. As far as we know, it is not the first time that this has happened. Now, that's the China foreign minister. That's the China foreign minister talking about Nord Stream. 
right. the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And all the evidence now points to the fact that we really did do it. You know, they're, they're not coming out and saying vehemently, oh, we didn't do that. That's, they're just sort of letting it go. Germany now, I guess they, they've pretty much come to the conclusion that we did it too. And it's having a direct effect on their country with heating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're hiding so much now. We're doing so many things that I never thought we would do as a country. I thought we were the guys who wore the white hats. I don't know well, anymore. We, our white hat's a little bit dirty and tarnished. I don't know whether we're going to be able to uh, to get out of this uh you know, in one piece. You know, the news is going to sit there and say, you know, here's the safest place to be. What if this and what if that and what if this and what if that? And then before you know it, a nuke's going to fly. You know, you know, what if this, what if that? Biden's leg is shaking. Boom. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have some bad news. The entire eastern seaboard is now contaminated. New York City is gone. You know, do you see, do you, wow. I never thought I'd even, even, uh, contemplate that ever happening, but I guess right now we are in the sights. Right. I mean, look, just because I said that money is, you know, the, the assets and whatnot, you look at what nine one one did to our economy and we weren't in the gold standard then. So you take out a, you know, some major buildings, some assets, and we have more assets on the ground than probably any country in the world. So, you know, you hit New York, you hit Chicago, D.C., Philly, you know, along the eastern seaboard, Houston, you know, maybe St. Louis, you know, somewhere in the Midwest, you know, out west, Los Angeles. You know, San Francisco, oh, San Diego. You know, that sounds like a lot of places, but, you know, that's under 10 missiles. I think they would take out the, uh, I think the Midwest should should be concerned because that the jet stream would bring all that uh, fallout east anyway. You know, um, I, I don't know. This is, uh, I told you I got out of bed this morning. I felt pretty good. And I turned the radio on, and I thought, oh, my God, what the heck is going on? And it's been downhill since then. <laughs> I hope the day gets better. But I, I don't know. This guy, uh, he is uh, bound and determined. It's like letting, I feel like we're letting somebody, they talk about his mental acuity, you know, they're saying, oh, Biden's diminished and stuff. But we're no, still, he knows what he's doing. But we're still letting him drive the bus, you know. Would you let, if you knew that a, a man who was diminished was on the bus and he was going to drive you would you let him drive the bus would you would you let him yeah go ahead joe knock yourself out we we'll go for the ride where you wherever you're taking us you going to take around take us around the parking lot a few times that's great wonderful um i got to read this to you uh this is this is going back uh, and i think that everything's connected right now <laughs> you may wonder well, it is all connected yeah, you yeah. know you may not it may it may not look like it fits but it doesn't have to fit it's, it's connected. A man who lives nine miles away from where the Norfolk Southern train carrying toxic chemical chemicals derailed in eastern Ohio reached out to uh, the Gateway Pundit. This is you can check this for yourself. It's online 
to uh, sound the alarm on the bizarre coincidences that continue to pile up surrounding the incident. Bob Moore, a 70-year-old farmer and longtime resident of East Palestine, initially ignored local news reports urging residents to sign up for, quote, my ID, end quote, to receive a new biometric tracking device that provides first responders updates about an individual's health conditions amid emergency or major disaster. This, he got this notice a week before the train derailment. This farmer was, was offered my ID so they could find out how he was doing physically, wherever he was. The, right. Is this a coincidence, folks? No, it's planned. I'm telling you, like I said before, with uh, with everything going on, it's it's um, Austin, Texas. It, listen to this. They they uh, voted to downsize their police department because you know police bad, right? Now they're worried because uh, over the weekend, street racers took over much of these streets of Austin, Texas doing spins in their cars and drag racing on the streets and even so much as running into policemen, injuring a few and continuing. They literally took control of Austin, Texas over the weekend. By the way, if you looked at the news, you would see nothing about this because the news isn't really going to give you the news anymore. All they're going to do is give you propaganda. That's going on everywhere. It happens around here. I'm out in a rural area. And you got the guys hot rodding down the road, 25 mile per hour speed limit on a state road. Uh, you know, you hear that that car revving up with the pipes rattled loud. It's coming for three miles before it gets to you full steam and they don't care. And then they go racing through the streets like it's Le Mans. And I'm going like, well, time to get the hell out of Dodge. But, you know, you go into town, it's going on there. And you talk to the cops. We don't have the funding. There's nothing we can do about it. So yep. we just let it go. What happens when they hit a kid? Well, if we know who they are and we apprehend them, but you know, plus a lot of these guys are on their side. A lot of these cops are they, they don't want to get involved really because when they get involved, they go to jail. You know, so I mean, you know, they'll stand they, if it really is push come to shove, they'll get involved. But uh, you know, when you don't have your community leaders behind you, uh, that's a that doesn't say a lot for. Uh, why would you put yourself on the line, you know? Um, listen to this. Norfolk Southern Railroad's own actions worsen a train wreck. Uh, over the, This is the train wreck we're all talking about. Employees say the size of the train, 151 cars, 9,300 feet long. It's almost, what, two miles? Almost two miles long. 18,000 tons was a factor in the accident, according to a report from CBS News. Employees also said the train had experienced troubles before the derailment. They said the train, which started its journey in Madison, Illinois, had broken down at least once before the Ohio accident. The train was simply too long, an employee said. We shouldn't be running trains that are 150 car lengths long. There are actually regulations on how long a train should be, how long it should tie up an intersection. But that has been gone the way of the Fugawi for years. They don't do yeah. it. And what's a cop going to do? How's he going to chase a train down? Well, you can't. <laughs> Heck, you just can't do it. 
And the only time that you can get them is when the train wrecks and you got the engineer right there. Son, come here. Come here. You're under arrest. But then the union's going to come and bail him out because, you know, he, he doesn't have a caboose anymore or a manager that manages the, the number of cars on that train. So no one's keeping a logbook like a trucker has to keep a log of what he's got. So he's got to take everybody's word for it, a computer or a, uh, you know, a bean counter does, and that's it. It's it's disaster waiting to happen. Well, I know this has been a bit of a depressing program today, folks. I, I apologize, uh, but it's awfully hard to be up and enthusiastic when you have so much, so much negativity, negativity out there, so much that seems to be going wrong. I mean, you have our leader waving the flag for more war. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just not as smart as I, I think I am sometimes, you know, but I, I think that, uh, uh, there are so many off ramps to this whole situation and he's driven right by him. Biden just, he's full speed ahead. Damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know, uh, I don't see him making the right move. Do you? No, he's not going to make the right move. Well, he'll make the right move for Joe and family because no matter what he does, he gets profit. I know he's getting money off of this Ukraine thing. Mm -hmm. You know he's got a backdoor thing there. I mean, you go back to Burisma in 2015. You know, he had things going on there. Uh and and with China too, so we can go to war. He's going to get some money out of it. Yep. He, uh, you know, people uh, said, why why is he so interested in the Ukraine? And people say, in reality, it's because he's made so much corrupt money. He and his cohorts have made so mm -hmm. much corrupt money in the Ukraine that the only way they can hide it from the public is by causing turmoil and war. Uh, as a distraction, the, you know, and, and it's hard, you know, you think about uh, Biden making a quick trip to the Ukraine. Trust me, this wasn't his first trip to the Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, he's made many. Uh, he A uh, whole bunch. By the way, uh, thoughts and prayers for Jimmy Carter. Checked himself into hospice. I couldn't help but think he oh, I know. is going to be the, the distraction news this week. When something big happens, whether it's today here in about uh, a half hour when the uh, the uh, Brunson brothers case back before the Supreme Court, yeah, uh, they don't expect any big shakes on it today. What it will do is it will go in, and but it stays alive. Like the last time, everyone expected the Supreme Court to act. They didn't, but with the filings, it stays alive, and that's what it does today. Now something happens. Oh, it's going to be big news. Yeah. But at some point in time, you know, that's a pot with the lid rattling on it. Sooner or later, the heat's going to get hot enough. It's going to blow the lid off. And then we'll see what happens. If you are a person of faith, I would suggest that you pray for our country and for the good people in this country. Pray for us. Pray. Pray hard. Uh, I'd like to think that no matter what God wins... Uh, I believe in God and and uh, I believe in the good Lord and uh, with with his with his grace we'll get through this but it it's going to be a bumpy road 
So hang on. Uh, they're going to do their best to uh, do as much as they can to, ex- you know, to, to get to the other side the way they want to get to the other side, if you know what I'm talking yeah. about. You know, you can lose a lot of battles on your way to win the war. Yep. Just remember that. So when something bad happens, you got to keep the faith and keep the faith that eventually good will triumph over evil. If it doesn't, then, you know, at least you went down with a fight. Well, with that, my friends, it's hard to leave on a happy note, but it's good to see you for this uh, for this Monday. Thank goodness we're able to do this and continue to be able to do this. Uh, pray for us, too. This is this gets harder and harder each day sometimes. But when all this negative news uh, hits the wire, it's like, oh, my God, An- another another devastating piece of news we got to talk about. But uh, pray for the people in Palestine, Ohio, and in the region who may have been poisoned by that uh, that cloud of crap they burned last week. Uh, and uh, pray for the people in the Ukraine. They would be better off if there was peace, not war. We should be yeah. sending we should be sending them food and supplies to live, not bombs and jets to die. And yeah. I, I leave it you with you know. There's so many stories that we uh, could be talking about that we're not, because the focus is not on them, like the Hunter case and everything about it. We can talk about that maybe tomorrow, depending on what the news is. But right now, mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at crnamerica.com. Please leave us your comments, listen, like, and share. Share a lot. You know, because that's how we get the word out. If you don't agree with everything, good. You're, you know, that's that's fine too. You we know, have, at least we opened up your ears. We have a phone number too, 833-538-7868, and uh, it's an answering machine. Machine. We don't hang around the phone, pick it up every time it rings. So uh, <laughs> I don't. We do have lives. Yeah, yes. we do. Yeah. Uh, but by by all means, if you want to call and leave a message, that's the number. My friend, uh, I apologize for being such an intense program, but uh, some days are, are like that. I, I appreciate you letting me vent. <laughs> Got to vent every once in a while. I do it from time to time. <laughs> Have yourself a great day, my friend. We'll do it again tomorrow, okay? Hey, you do the same. But until then, I'm out of here. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>